Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2294. Avoid these five phrases when asking for a raise, part one, by the NeuroGym team of myneurogym.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. Today, we have a longer article for you. So what I'll do is split it up, reading the first part today and second half tomorrow. Let's dive right into part one and start optimizing your life. Avoid these five phrases when asking for a raise, part one, by the NeuroGym team of myneurogym.com. There are many reasons to ask for a raise, a better offer from another employer, rising cost of living, or simply wanting your pay to match your skills and experience. Even if you know you deserve to be paid more, you may find that negotiating makes you anxious. But why does this happen? And what can we do to make sure we succeed regardless? Neuroscience has the answer. When we enter a salary negotiation, stakes are high. In response, we secrete stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol that affect our brains and bodies a reaction commonly known as the fight or flight response. You may also be dealing with insecurity and self-doubt, wondering if you really deserve that higher pay. When we feel stressed, these negative thoughts can take over and cause us to unwittingly weaken our case. Based on a recent CNBC article on salary negotiation, we'll show you five common phrases to avoid when asking for a raise and provide five science-backed alternatives to use instead. Understanding the science behind which arguments are most likely to be successful can help you overcome your doubts and boost your chances of getting the raise you deserve. Number one, I want a raise. Why it doesn't work. You've probably heard advice that being direct helps your case in a salary negotiation. This is true, but coming off as confrontational can do more harm than good. A 2016 study by neuroscientists Kaplan, Gimbel, and Harris suggests that when a person's beliefs are challenged, they're more likely to defend their beliefs than to change them, regardless of the facts. While their study focused on politics, the takeaway applies everywhere. Being suddenly confronted with the fact that your pay is too low can put your employer on the defensive. This statement tells your employer you're unhappy, but doesn't tell them what would fix that besides more money. So why do many people avoid giving a number when asking for a raise? This is where our doubts and insecurities come in. We're afraid of being told that we don't deserve the amount we're asking for, or afraid of angering our employer by asking for too high a number. Giving an open-ended request like this is ultimately an avoidant behavior. What to say instead. The key here is to be specific. Do some research to see what other people working similar positions are making and what other employers pay workers with your level of experience. 
This will help you work out what salary range you can reasonably ask for. According to neuroscience, how we perceive the person making a request will subconsciously affect how likely we are to agree. You're more likely to succeed if you come off as confident, knowledgeable, and professional, and if you present your request as an issue to solve together instead of as a matter of you versus them. Author Eric Barker summarizes this concept beautifully. Quote, don't start with why they're wrong. Start with common ground, end quote. Once you have an ideal salary range worked out, you're ready to bring that request to your boss. Here are some ideas. I want the amount or range per hour or year because according to my research, I should currently be making whatever the amount or range is. And I'm requesting a raise of some amount because number two, I think I should be paid why it doesn't work. Confidence matters and saying I think weakens that impression. Remember, your emotional state and the way you present yourself will affect how others perceive your request. Put yourself in your employer's shoes. Would you be more likely to hear out someone who thought they should get a raise or someone who knew they should be making more based on solid research? We know who we'd take more seriously. So from a neuroscience perspective, why do we feel the need to add qualifiers like, I think? Once again, this is an avoidant behavior resulting from pesky doubts and insecurities and from an increase in stress hormones and the activation of the fight or flight response. If we feel like we don't deserve to be paid what we're worth, that makes it harder to advocate for ourselves in salary negotiations. Qualifiers like I think are used to soften a statement and avoid a negative reaction. This is especially common among those who deal with negative self-talk or feelings of insecurity but keep in mind that this kind of avoidance can sabotage your case. What to say instead. In order to succeed when asking for a raise, it's important not to let your stress, anxiety, and insecurity show in your arguments. As we stated, people are subconsciously more likely to agree with those who display confidence and professionalism. The research you've done is your closest ally here. You don't think you deserve a certain salary range. You know you do based on your research. So let your argument reflect that. Remember, this is a negotiation between professionals based on facts, not a battle of opinions. Some listeners may have rolled their eyes here. You can't help feeling stressed and anxious during the fight or flight response. It's neurological, not rational. But that doesn't mean your employer has to know how nervous you are. Just because you don't feel confident inside doesn't mean you can't display confidence outside. Some examples for what to say instead of I think include, I deserve this raise because, I should be paid this range because, and I'm requesting a salary of X because. Number three, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Avoid These Five Phrases When Asking for a Raise by the NeuroGym team of myneurogym.com. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps, but then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. 
In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This article reminded me of a time I asked for a raise almost 10 years ago. I put together a presentation of all the value I brought the organization to help me make my case. And as a part of that, I collected testimonials from colleagues and business partners to show what others thought of my work. One person who wrote a recommendation for me was the president of a company I did a partnership deal with. He was impressed by the way I was approaching this request for a raise. And after reviewing my presentation, he mentioned that he knew he was underpaying one of his best employees. So I flat out asked him, then why don't you give her a raise? And his response was simple. It was because she didn't ask for it. As much as employers want to retain good talent, they also want to do so at the lowest cost possible. You should absolutely do salary research, and it helps to know as much as you can about what other employers are willing to pay for your role. But remember that your employer likely has the upper hand in terms of data around pay scales in your industry. If they want to be competitive in terms of attracting talent, at the very least, they know what their competitors are paying. In my experience, increasing your salary has little to do with understanding your market worth, which is pretty subjective anyway. It has much more to do with the relationship and goodwill you've built with your employer, as well as your ability to convince your employer that it's better for them to pay you more. But this was just the first half of the article, so be sure to come on back tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.